What's up, guys? Welcome back to a new podcast. It is uh, episode seven, I believe. I think six or seven, yeah. It's crazy, man. These podcasts are flying by. Parker and I are having a great time doing these. Parker had his 21st birthday over the weekend. That's right. Wow, man. That is insane. I feel like when I walked in this morning, I was like, do I have to treat you differently now? You do. You do. <laughs> what do I have to do now? How does it feel to be 21? It feels no different because I didn't go out to the bars or anything because everything's closed right now. Um, which kind of sucks, but I did like a group video, uh, kind of FaceTime with yeah, like 10 that. of my friends. So we did a power hour, um, which is where you drink six beers in an hour, a <laughs> shot, a shot of beer every minute. Oh my God. So yeah, that was pretty fun, but, uh, kind of sad that I didn't get to go out or go to Vegas like we had planned. I know, but I'll just do it when everything goes back to normal. Well, we have plans to go to Vegas sometime soon. And I think that when everyone gets out of this quarantine, can you imagine what Vegas would be like? It's going to be crazy. Everywhere. I feel like everywhere in the world is just going to be everyone's outside. Yeah. There's going to be traffic and people running around. I mean, I'm excited for it, but at the same time, I'm not. Yeah. I, I think it will be really fun. And I'm still going to stick to doing that because, like, Vegas is so close. You can just drive. It's, like, what, five hours away? Yeah. I've done Vegas five or six times um, since I've lived in SoCal. And it's just a quick drive up there. You spend 24 to 48 hours and you come right back. Yeah. So it's definitely a, it's a quick trip. But uh, today we have a couple of fun topics to go over. Uh, Parker and I have a group chat where we send each other stuff that we see, uh, whether we're in the office together or at home or whatever. We just send over a, a quick share, usually from Instagram, and sometimes we'll get articles sent to us. But we try to feature pretty much anything car-related and throw in you know, one or two, t- two topics about random stuff. But today uh, we're going to go over uh, one, one thing that we like talking about is cars for sale. I recently saw a sponsored ad on my Instagram from a dealership that was called the Grand Prix Motors, I believe. They have a 2016 Porsche GT3 RS, 9,000 miles, voodoo blue, paint a sample, which is a beautiful, beautiful color. Uh, this car is really well optioned. I want to look at the pictures real quick before we start talking about it. Parker, you you like PTS Porsches, right? Yeah, I think those are the best ones, obviously. And there's so many different color options. And the more unique or rare, the better, I think. I think for... The, the specialty part of it and also for resale value that if you have a PTS yeah. car, you're going to be able to hold the value much more. Yeah, definitely. The only thing that bugs me about this is that GT3 RSs, I think, oh, I, I don't think, I know they're, they're, they're race cars. They're made for the track. They're made to be driven hard and fast. And the weird thing is, is that this has comfort seats. Yeah, I saw those and it looks like a like base Carrera, <laughs> which is not the look I'd be going for. No, I understand that maybe if you... Um, have if you're a little bit older or you have like back problems or you just like being comfortable but i don't know in a race car i'd want bucket seats oh yeah i would i would well isn't aren't the buckets like standard i think so i mean yeah. i thought they were so i don't know if this is an option or not but i i don't know i, I like it though with the spec that it has the yellow seat belts and uh, i'll list off a couple options here um it does have the uh pccbs which is the porsche ceramic composite brakes um ceramic brakes which are $9,200 from the factory, has the Sport Chrono package with the Track Precision app, which is a little clock on the dashboard, has the instrument dials in white, which means the gauges are white for $860. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money for a color yeah. change on your gauges. Yeah, it, it definitely is. But And you can like replace these, I'm sure, yourself. But one of the things I know and one of the things I almost did with my car because I almost did the dials is when you take apart the cluster to redo it, there's like a little sticker on it that is like, if this is removed, the odometer may not be correct. Oh. So it kind of ruins that. So like you almost have to 
get the factory option unless you know you are willing to tamper with the cluster dang i didn't know that i mean it makes sense though because you could jump in there and start messing with stuff yeah change the uh, odometer reading so strange this also has the illuminated door sills in carbon fiber for twelve hundred dollars fire extinguisher for 140 you just go to walmart and grab something right <laughs> That's what I would do. Uh, on the on the MSRP, it had a 90 liter fuel tank for zero dollars. So I think that with the GT3 RS, you can get a smaller tank or bigger. I don't I don't know for racing to be lighter. I'm not sure. Uh, it has a tra this transmission, Parker? You want to pronounce that first? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Porsche. I think everyone knows how to say that. But let's see. Doppel Kaplung. Kaplung. Kaplung transmission, which is a PDK, but we figured we'd try to trans or not translate it, pronounce it. Um, doppel kapplung, Do yeah. doppel kapplung. Yeah, I yeah, feel like it. a lot of German people <laughs> are going to be pissed. But I'm sorry to anyone who who's <laughs> mad that we're butchering that. Has a front axle lifting system for thirty four hundred dollars. Which if you go to a speed bump, you can press a button, you can raise the car. Bunch of other options. The main reason why I'm featuring this car is because it is voodoo blue. Paint a sample is amazing. This car looks so good with black wheels, the black accents. Looks like the windshield is tinted, super dark windows. I really like it. It has clear side markers, yellow calipers. Priced at $169,999. We wanted to run a couple payments just to see what it would be like. Put down $25,000. Have a good credit score between $740 and $900. 84 monthlies at 5% APR. Your payments are $2,064 per month. For sale at Grand Prix, Motor, Grand Prix Motorsports. Coming out today, get your car, trade any car you got. I feel like a car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did they pay you to say this? <laughs> no, this is not a sponsored ad. I just really like this car. But shout out to Grand Prix Motors. Uh, thanks for sending me the email with all the photos. I'll put some photos right here on the YouTube. But looks really good. I like this car a lot. Um, one thing I've noticed, too, is with these cars, the steering wheels, there's nothing on them. There's no buttons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so driver-focused. Everything's in the center console. And the, the navigation system is super clean, too. I like that setup. Yeah, it is super clean. I think everything's perfect except for the seats. Bucket seats, carbon fiber backs, and then it's 100% spec. Yeah. Uh, topic number two, we're highlighting a build today. I had this guy, Max. He sent me a DM. Says he watched my videos. Shout out for watching the content. I appreciate it. He has a F80 M3 30th anniversary. I don't know much about the anniversary cars, and I don't want to pronounce the other one, but it's J-A-H-R-E edition. Jare or ja something. Jari edition. Jar I don't know how you pronounce Jar that. <laughs> but I've seen those for sale at BMW dealerships, and they're, I don't want to be rude, but I think they're really, really overpriced. Oh, yeah. Well, I just, I don't think there's anything really different. Like, maybe some cosmetic stuff. There's badges. And badges, but... I don't know. I don't think it's any like power mods. And like if it was a power mod, it doesn't matter because you can just go get bolt on parts and make more power than probably what this has. I understand having something authentic. Like with my car, I could go do a tune and wrap the car orange and throw on Recaros and wrap everything Alcantara. Yeah. And be like, oh, it's a GTS, but yeah. it's not a real GTS. So I guess that that's the part of it that people get excited about. But back to this M3. Um, Really nice color. It, it's got it's called Macau Blue. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Individual. This video or this podcast, we're butchering words. I'm sorry for anyone who knows these ones, but he sent me some pictures of his car. Really, really clean. I like this color because in sun in different sunlight, it looks blue and then it looks purple. It looks, almost looks like techno violet from the E36. Yeah, yeah, it looks black in this photo and then purple in the next one. It's it's hard to say, but it looks really clean. He's running a RKP front splitter and RKP rear diffuser. Lowered on springs, Mach Chanel, if you pronounce that that way. This is a hard podcast with all these words. I know. I think it's just German stuff. Schnell. 
Schnell Springs, retro style Vossen LC106s and performance exhaust and boot mod three park. You know about boot mod. Can you explain that? Yeah. So it's basically like, if you guys know what MHD tuning is, it's kind of the same sort of thing where it's an app that you get on your computer and you can buy basically different map packs, uh, which are tunes for your car. Um, and then you can actually flash it through the OBD2 port. Um, I don't know if it's OBD2, but you can flash it through basically the commu- computer or the car. And yeah, so it, it, and when you pair that with like downpipes and intakes and stuff like that, ED5, you can make a lot more boost and running more timing um, on these cars. So Which essentially equals more power, which is more fast. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, this this setup is clean. I like those wheels a lot. I don't... I'm not usually the biggest fan of Vossen. I've seen them around a lot on cars, and this looks almost like a OEM setup, but very, very, very classy and subtle. Yeah, it's pretty clean. I kind of like it. I'm not a huge fan of like um, big rims like this because they look like they're 20s or yeah, something like that. But it's pretty clean. I mean, for having like a daily driver where you're trying to just have something clean to run around town with, that is still daily drivable with the height. It looks really, really good. You can throw your friends and family in there and you get groceries or you drive to work. It's all around great car. Then if you want to jump in the canyons or you want to go for a quick little drive, you can have fun with it. So I like the practicality of the F80. I like this setup. I like how it has an individual touch to it. So props on that. Parker, you think we should start rating cars? I feel like that'd be cool to rate stuff like how Doug does with all his cars. Yeah, should we get a scoring system going down? I feel like we should. Let's save it for a different podcast when we have time to organize it. But I think we should do a rating system soon. Yeah, definitely. We'll create a custom one. I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, our next highlight, we're um, not so much of a build highlight, but a shout out to Mr. Narvin Beans. I love that name. That's, that I name is know so awesome. Means, <laughs> he um, he has posted a bunch of photos on his Instagram of his cars. He has an E92 M3. Uh, I, I'd have to say that my build is somewhat inspired by him, but it's very, very similar. We both have black E92 M3s. Um, and I think it's weird because his car has been on like 10 different sets of wheels. And he... I think he does a lot of stuff with um, his Instagram says at wheel lounge. So I'm assuming he does stuff with aftermarket wheels. But if you scroll down, Parker, he picked up a E36 M3. Really, really clean black with um, can't tell the interior color. I DM'd it, but he didn't get back to me. He, I don't know what those wheels are called, but that is. They're called DS1s or DS2s. Are they? I think. They look awesome, dude. And obviously it's on suspension because it's slammed to the ground. Yeah, that's super clean. I mean, that's kind of how I would do an E36 if I were to get one. I actually found one that looks pretty much identical to this with those wheels. It's black. So could be could be the thing. Are you still thinking about getting the E36? I am, but I'm kind of really torn between the E46 and E36. And I was supposed to have a yes or no on my car being sold this weekend. Yeah, but you're dealing but with, with uh, I'll, bro, I'll blur it out, these f- dumbass <laughs> that waste all your f- time dude i hate seeing this yeah. to parker dude i feel so bad for you yeah i've been dealing with a really flaky buyer that kind of told me he was ready to go and we had a whole plan but he just won't show up to to the test drive but that doesn't matter i'll i'll find a buyer eventually and then get into my new car yeah well i've been through it before when i sold my e30 and then ever since then i just traded my car to dealerships and take the hit because dealing with private parties is such a pain yeah it's just tough but will uh, play with your emotions <laughs> it yeah. makes you annoyed and I, I hate seeing it but shout out to narvin beans for a clean e36 congrats on your purchase man uh he, i believe he also has a couple other m3s and he's also rocking a um a lexus suv that is the ultimate 
I guess you could say like uh, I don't know what you would call it, but it's it's a looks like a fun day to driver slash you could go jump some sand if you want to. <laughs> I know I've never seen like one of those like built up with off road tires and stuff like that because those I are like. Have. I don't know. It's not like a mom car, but it's a family car. Yeah, it's a family car. Yeah, and you see them lifted with some cool wheels and roof racks and no front bumper, and you can go uh go rip some mountains with that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I I'm a huge fan of his M3. Um, he has Recaro. He's got Cage. It's slammed. It's GT4 front lip, and I I always think they're Forge stars, but they're not. They look like Forge stars, and he's on R triple eights with those side skirts, and then the uh, Fishbowl gang. No window tint, man. That looks so good. That's cool. Looks really nice. So congrats on the car, dude. Enjoy it. Hopefully do some donuts and send me some more information so we can feature you on the next one with uh, your other cars too. Um, All right, Parker, you want to talk about this one, the next one, the M8? Yeah, so uh, we have some photos here of the M8 competition, and I think it looks pretty good. I actually drove an M850i on the track. Um, I did like a BMW Performance Center experience uh, for a couple hours um, earlier last year. And yeah, it was, it was a nice car, but it feels like a boat essentially. Cause it, it is, looks like a big car. Yeah. It's a huge car and it's like a grand tour. Uh, I'm sure the M8 competition is much better, but the M850i definitely felt like a boat. Yeah. You know, I would imagine I, I wanted to talk about this because I want to start featuring uh, new cars. This is the 2020 BMW M8 competition. Uh, this is, I guess you could say a remake of the M8 back in the day. I, I know it was known as like the shark. Um, I don't know much about the previous one, but I wanted to give you guys a basic idea of this car. Uh, the competition package over the normal um, 8 series is $13,000 extra. Basically what you get is the M version of the car, like how you see from a 3 series to an M3. Uh, the competition package is $13,000 extra. Why is Siri going off again, man? Know. God, that's the second time. $13,000 extra. You get power increase, basically a more aggressive tune. You get stiffer engine mounts, which is kind of cool. I'm assuming that having such a big motor that it moves a lot, um, which is it's a twin turbo 4.4 liter V8 with 617 horsepower, 553 torque, eight speed automatic. You also get additional front wheel camber. That's gangster, man. BMW's going Stance cool. Nation from the factory. Stance Nation. <laughs> Imagine selling your car and be like, yeah, I got point negative two. <laughs> And oh then the, the zero to sixty is two point eight to 3.0 seconds. That's pretty fast. That's so fast for a car of like one ninety, and I'm sure it's limited to one ninety. Oh yeah, definitely. And you can run a quarter mile in ten point eight seconds at top speed. One ninety, man. You can get seventeen miles per gallon at twenty one highway, which for that kind of car, that's awesome. I wanted to give you guys some specs on that, and then jump into my initial thoughts that. This car is made for the guy who's 57 years old that golfs on the weekends that wants a gangster car to drive to work every day at a stock yeah. brokerage. Yep. That's what it is. Yep. Very specific, but that, <laughs> that's for sure what it's for. But I have to say, dude, when I have the money, I'd love to buy one of these just to have it. The back end is my favorite thing. The back end looks so good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's definitely a nicer car for an, for an older uh, gentleman, some would say. <laughs> um, but I definitely am not a huge fan of it but i'm also 21 and i like straight piped cars so <laughs> that's probably why that's maybe it. i think from bmw they're taking that approach that we had spoken about before where if they were to take some of these models that aren't so performance oriented and they start doing these m packages where you get 
um, an upgraded exhaust, suspension, wheels, cosmetics, a little bit more like carbon interior, um, some carbon fiber exterior. That's what makes these cars special is having that. And when you do it to cars that most people don't expect, I think you stand out as a brand and you start to attract a new demographic of people where the guy that is 57 that drives to a stock brokerage and plays golf on the weekend, he wants to find a car that makes him stand out and be a little bit more, um, I guess, more of an enthusiast or be a little bit different. So I think that this car hits a spot perfectly like that. And uh, from the factory, it looks like you can do a couple crazy color options with like matte colors and all the, I mean, the front end is just so mean looking. Yeah, this one in the the blue, it's like a frozen color. Mm-hmm. That's gorgeous. I, I really like the frozen colors that BMW offers on, because I know they had it on the E92 M3. There's yeah. like f- frozen gray, frozen white. The frozen colors are really nice, but they're obviously super expensive. So only the, the true ballers got them. Yeah, that's when you start spending crazy money on MSRP. Um, the the competition price, the base price is $147,000, and I'm sure that wow. you could stack that up. I bet you yeah. could just keep adding options from interior to exterior, like neck warmers and all that crazy stuff, and then convertible price starts at 157 So you're probably looking at a car just under 200 with carbon ceramics and your paint and everything. That's what's crazy to me. I mean... That's that's supercar money right there. Yeah, which is insane, Looking especially like a u a really nice used supercar, only a couple years old. You could spend less than two hundred k on. So that's kind of crazy to me. Yeah, you gotta when you go to look at a car like this, you gotta weigh your options of what are you trying to do. Like, yeah. are you trying to buy your seventh car just to have for fun, or are you trying to make this your main car every day? Yeah. So it's hard to say that. You, you got to think who's gonna actually buy, who's gonna spend that kind of money on a new car. So I don't know, man. I mean, I would love for us to go make a video of us going to a dealership soon, Parker, and checking out like these cars in person. Cause yeah. I haven't checked out any, I haven't been to a dealership in over like a year and a half or two years. Yeah. I'm down to go. They say that with this car, there are two brake settings where you have comfort and sport. Each alters how much pressure is required on the pedal to slow the car, which is really cool. So if you have it in comfort, it takes a little bit more pressure. I'd assume in sport, it's probably a little bit more responsive. BMW says that the feedback from the brakes is unimpaired by things like high temperature or wet roads, claiming that the M8 generates sublime pedal feel in any situation, which means whether it's raining or snowing or it's hot outside, your brakes will not change. They will stay the exact same. The new setup is on both the M8 standard brakes and the optional carbon ceramic units, which I assume the carbon ceramics are probably $10,000. Yeah. Maybe 7000 Yeah. Which that honestly, that kind of like makes sense for those. Cause the carbon ceramics are like what all the supercars run. And if you look at something like a stock tech uh, big brake kit for like your car or something, you're spending five to six grand. So yeah. carbon ceramics being ten thousand dollars, that's just what they are. Like that's just, that's just what a, it is. It's not really like expensive, I wouldn't say. And I think a lot of people overlook that too. That it is so easy to make a car go faster. You throw on a downpipe or you throw on a turbo or whatever, you go fast. Yeah. But when you slow down, you got to be careful with that. Yeah. Brakes are very pricey, but for a good reason, because you have to get the highest quality because you don't want to, you don't want your brakes to be messed up. No, especially when you go into a turn on the on-ramp at a hundred and you're like, oh, I got this. You yeah. got to make sure that you're pre- pre- prepared for it. But yeah, one thing I've noticed too is uh, the size of these carbon ceramics are getting bigger and bigger. I remember They're seeing huge. like the ones on uh first ones that I really, really were blown away by were on a Murcielago. Because yeah. in 07 and 08 was the first year they came out with the Mercy um, LP640. And they offered the stra- carbon ceramic package. And I remember taking a picture of one in the showroom that I worked at of the back wheel. And the, the disc, the 
actual rotor filled up the whole wheel Damn. from the factory. Yeah. And I was like, this is a big wheel. Yeah. It's a huge tire. And then I, I started looking at more and more. Then I started getting more time with like Veyrons. I drive a bunch of Veyrons and be able to shoot them and hang out with them. And it'd be like, this is huge break. Yeah. I don't know why I said hang out with them. Like my friend, but <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out. Yeah, just hanging out. One I, one I saw recently was the, uh, the new GT 500. Um, oh, the Mustang. The, yeah. The Mustang, yeah. the, the brakes on those, I think they're, car- I think there's a carbon ceramic option. Um, cause those cars make like 760, 760 horsepower. So they need the brakes, but yeah, they're huge. I think that's good because when you start selling a car, like a Mustang that, I don't know the pricing. I'm assuming they're under, they're probably under a hundred thousand for sure. But I think so. Yeah. Like when you get about a, right there. Yeah. When you get a fully loaded GT 500 ever and you have that much power, the best thing you can do is overbuild your brakes. Yeah. Cause there's going to be people who have access to those cars that have never seen the track that have never known how crazy a car can get yeah. and they jump into it and it's just, it's good luck. Yeah. So it's better to have overbuilt brakes when you go out in a car like that just to be safe. And then I'm not even going to talk. I'm going to put a, a picture right here of the Urus, the Lamborghini Urus ceramic brakes, dude. They're huge. They're huge, but in comparison to the car, they don't look as big. That's why I was saying the GT500, they look massive because it's not an SUV, you know. Mm-hmm. But the, the Mustang's still a big car, so it makes sense. And, you know, they get the brakes get bigger the bigger the car and heavier the car. They have to be because when you have that much brake, and I, I don't even know, to be honest, it's not even so much of the actual rotor um it's the caliper the caliper takes up almost half the entire brake which i can't yeah. imagine what those brake pads look like the pads Huge, are probably gigantic yeah. yeah but yeah that's that's good though um we're gonna move on to the next topic of a, an article that i saw online that was insane i saw a picture of a ton of rental cars or cars that were burning apparently Yesterday, a fire at a Florida airport destroyed more than 3,500 rental cars in Fort Myers, Florida. It initially started with 20 cars. By the time all the units were on scene, 100 cars were on fire. By that time, they started to lose count, and the fire burned for 18 hours. It says at least 80 water drops or water airdrops were made by the Charlotte County Sheriff's Office Aviation Unit. In a Facebook post, they said that a helicopter picked up 80 times of water over and over again, dropping it on this thing. And apparently um, 3,500 rental cars burned to the ground. That's crazy. Yeah. We'll, we'll put the pictures on the screen right now. You can see like from the air, it's just an insane amount of cars. Like there's so many that are burnt down and they look like nice cars too. I think there's a Mercedes right here, like a brand new Mercedes and Ugh. Mustangs, Camaros, I'm sure. Which a lot of people are like, well, they're probably just V6 Camaros and stuff. <laughs> but still, that's... And people are thinking it's an insurance fraud too, right? Yeah, that's what people are saying. And I mean, during these times, it could be. Um, I yeah. just, I gotta, I'm curious to know. I don't want to, I don't want the mafia to come after us. But can you imagine that conversation of someone being like, hey, I need you to do a hit. I need you to burn down all my rental cars. Yeah. Like imagine that conversation. And then the next morning, every car is burned down to the ground. That's crazy. Yeah, because that that's... I don't have a number in my head, but when you look at the overhead picture, I, I'd say $10 million in rental cars, maybe five to I 10 million. So, yeah. I yeah. Mean, you think each one's between 20 to $70,000 and there's 35. I mean, I don't know my math that well, but that's a lot of money I'm burned. Gonna, I'm going to do the math real quick. Yeah. Do the, let's do a calculator see. real quick. Do a, uh, let's thir- say 30, do, do, do 3,500 times, uh, um, 35,000. Cause then that's a little bit more of an average. Cause there are some nice Mercedes in here. Okay. That's not wait. Oh, you that's 122 it. million. Oh, 
Okay. Well, yeah, that's a well, little bit more than what I anticipated. <laughs> I think I did that right. I hope so. You, yeah. Yeah. I, that, was, I thought it said 122,000. I was like, what? No, no. I had a bunch yeah. more zeros on that. It's just, it's gnarly to see what is happening in the world right now. Yesterday and the day before, there were earthquakes where I live in San Diego and the world is shut down right now, quarantine. And then you got fleets of cars burning in Florida. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on right now, but we're just, we're just chilling. We're making podcasts. And, uh, <laughs> you guys are obviously enjoying it. And something else I wanted to say is we have a, uh, our podcast is on a couple different websites. It's on Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Watch. Um, what are the other ones? Uh, we're also on YouTube. Obviously, that's kind of our main platform that allows us to share video format. And uh, we just recently got approved for Spotify. And we are also on Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Google Podcast, Breaker. And we are on Facebook Watch. We are waiting for Apple to approve us, like I said. But we're on multiple platforms. So if you want to listen to this while you drive or do cardio or whatever, it's easy to do on your phone. You play it as an iTunes song like you would normal on a phone. Or you can watch it on YouTube or Facebook where we post all the photos and uh, basically just talk about cars. So Yeah, and we have uh, that anchor.fm um, forward slash Spencer Burke, I believe it is. And you can actually donate to our or support our podcast i think there's monthly payments you can do a couple dollars ten dollars something like that so if you guys are enjoying the podcast and you want to support please head over to uh the link that we put on the screen right now and we'll put down in the description and feel free to throw us a couple bucks could we because we would really appreciate it yeah we're always open to expanding our podcast and one thing that we would like to do is that during this time it is um i'll be 100 percent honest financially it's not easy with what's going on and this is why this pressure has created the podcast. So coming out of something that is negative, it forced us to make an audio format. And I think we've wanted to do this for such a long time. Oh yeah, and super like, long. Yeah, because we've, we've had the equipment before a couple times and we could just never, you know, get around to doing it consistently. But now I think there's definitely a fire under our feet to kind of do it daily. So Yeah, and that's the goal too. And what we'd like to do is build another studio where we have, um, you know, three or four chairs that people can come by and visit and yeah. do a podcast with us. Right now, financially, I just can't. I have the office and I have all my personal stuff and my employees and it's just, it's a little bit tough. So um, we'd love to have any kind of support. And even if you can't, we love a thumbs up or a subscribe. One of the things that I will be doing too is uh, I'm doing a lot more of these diecast cars. I'm, I have a couple cars that I really want to get uh, for my collection. And I also have about a hundred at my house. So I'm trying to bring the display case here, do a couple unboxing videos for my personal channel, um, kind of switching up direction of what I do. Uh, we obviously it's still car related. So we have some diecast car stuff coming soon, but I think that's it, man. That's a good 27 minutes on the dot Parker. Anything else you'd like to add in? Um, no, I think that's about it. That was a good couple topics and, uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next video. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. We appreciate it. Please subscribe at the thumbs up button. And the best thing you can do is share on your social media. Tag us on Instagram. Do a little video on your story. Send us, tag us at Spencer Burke Podcast, at Parker Rep, at Spencer Burke, or just share it on your Facebook. But other than that, thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you next time. Thanks. See Bye.